Hey guys, welcome back to another week of the Trading Triangle. I'm excited we got a short week ahead of us, but lots of opportunities, no doubt. Sean, how are you doing today? Yeah, very good, thank you. Yeah, I've got the camera over here, but I'm looking at the screen here, so you have to you know, get on with that one today. So, it's, a yeah. it's a nice profile. I kind of yeah. like the profile. It's good. I can give you eye contact if you want. There you go. Yeah, that's intimidating. <laughs> hey, Kay, how are you doing? I'm doing great, guys. How are you guys doing today? Ah, man. Good, good. For sure. And uh, using the extra day this week to get some more uh, studying done and more charts you know, looked at exactly. and all that. But yeah. plenty to look at today. So I'm looking forward to getting into that. Um, and real quick disclaimer before we do get into the, the mix here. Uh, remember, everybody, this is not financial advice. We're not financial advisors. Just three traders having a good time every week, sharing our ideas and our thoughts for entertainment and educational value. So we do appreciate you guys tuning in and be sure to subscribe, smash the like button if you're tuned in on the Trading Triangle on YouTube. And for everybody uh, following and tuning in live stream on X on either Wolf Financial or at Trader Nate here. Appreciate that as well. Appreciate you all, you all out there and looking forward to hearing what you want to, you know, what tickers you'd like us to cover and yeah, what you're looking forward to hearing about. Lots to get uh, get into, so I say we pull up the charts and get into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so lot to look at this week. Got my laser pointer on. It's going to be awesome. And uh, we had a nice performance last week. I know down in the bottom right with a nice green number. It looks like maybe it's finding some footing. You think that, that we saw enough positive signs last week You know, on this one, Kay, or... What are your thoughts on Tesla? I was curious. Yeah, I, I, I do think that the 180, 185, that's where a lot of buyers are stepping in and that the volume shelf is really building. And, and I think that could be, It's maybe it's too early to say it's a turnaround, but I think it's it was a good trade. If you were in a short-term trade, that could have been an easy scalp right there from Tesla standpoint. Uh, but of course, I'm long on Tesla. How about you, Sean? Yeah, good. I think, like you said, the volume shelf, it looks like it's kind of peaking up above it. Uh, last time I checked, so that's quite exciting. I think probably next next step is two fifteen, two twenty. I think off the top of my head. So it'd be, see, be interesting to see if we can get back up there. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, by the way, you guys, if you haven't tuned in, both Sean and Kate cover Tesla quite a bit. I'm starting to. Trader Nate here is getting interested in trading Tesla. So I am. <laughs> I don't know why I referred to myself a third person, but I did. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into Tesla here with the way that chart's looking. So that caught my eye. It's in um, the range, Nate. Yeah. It's in our favorite range. It's range it really is. Yep. So, and then we got NVIDIA reporting this week. This is massive. So we'll have to take a look at what's going on there. Um, yeah, of course, earnings is still in full effect. So we've got some charts. We'll, we'll definitely dive into it. But uh, some big moves. We saw, by the way, SMCI pull back big time at the end of last week. Um, so that's interesting. Keep an eye on that for these names that have been extended and, and really performing amazingly. Um, we might see some pullbacks, always something worth watching. All right, let's keep it rolling. Fear and greed index, extreme greed. You know we like it. <laughs> it seems like we like it. While we're in extreme greed, the market's just power higher, it seems like. Um, of course, that will eventually come to an end. But uh, I don't know. The things seem pretty good this year, pretty strong. I mean, last last week we did get some pullbacks. Is this right, Kay? A spy back under 500, right? Just pretty flat, though. Yeah, not, not much happening. Yeah, so just kind of chilling. But Bitcoin, look at that move up over 51k. That's, that's pretty impressive. Like to see that. Are you guys trading around Bitcoin at all? Or are you getting no, just Amara. Yeah, 
Sean, I can't remember. Did you say you traded any of you know Bitcoin or Ethereum or anything like that? No, I don't. I don't trade crypto directly, but I do like to trade Hive blockchains. Kind of one of my favorites. It's a little kind of three dollar stock, but I kind of uh, almost scalp it in a way, like for 20, 30 cents here and there, um, following the moves, obviously with Bitcoin, Mario, etc. I just, I, I think because I've made so much money with it, that particular stock is just one of those stocks that you kind of get drawn to. Um, it's one of your favorite stocks, at least for me, anyway. So my watch list all the time. So that that's right. We haven't seen Hive uh, on the channel in a bit. That's right. I forgot yeah. about it. Just, and guys, I mean, look at the options chain. I mean, uh, for a four dollar strike, you're getting forty cents on Hive. Is that um, yeah. how far out is that exp expiration date? Just one week? No, thirty nine days, of course. But let's say one oh. week, right? So let's do five days. It's ten, ten, ten cents on four dollars. Still, that's incredible on four dollars. But you're saying ten per ten percent on the thirty nine days? Yeah. I don't know what to make of that other than that might indicate a big move is on its way, right? Uh, so something to keep an eye on. We got charts on Marathon Digital, so we'll, we'll take a look at that here soon. I like it. All right, let's keep it going, guys. Got earnings, lots of earnings this week. I've got a bunch of them noted. Um, I'm, you know, like I mentioned, definitely interested in Marathon Digital, but they don't report this week. This week, Mercado Libre is the chart that I've got along earnings. Super interested in that. Uh, what about you, Sean? Any earnings in particular? Um, yeah, one for me. I mean, well, there's obviously a few here, but Rivian is the one for me. Um, I streamed it live on the channel in, in last quarter, so I'm going to be doing the same this week. Obviously, on after close on Wednesday, um, but Solar Edge as well. Um, obviously, I've got the the ETF INRG, also ICLN, all kind of solar, futuristic, renewable energy kind of stocks within that. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what happens there. So if they give some good guidance, of course, the whole kind of solar sector has been quite down recently, as yeah. you'd expect with high interest rates. And lastly, obviously Fiverr as well, which I'm covering today with the, with the chart. Um, interesting stock, very good balance sheet, um, fundamentals, etc. So yeah, looking forward to diving into that one. Nice. What about you, Kay? Uh, definitely the favorite dividend stocks. You got Walmart, Home Depot, Medtronic, the the big ones. Uh, of course, Nvidia is probably the crown, right? Most people will be watching that. Palo Alto is another one. Uh, personally, I'm watching Block, and I'm also, of course, with uh, Nvidia, and I'm also looking at Teladoc for a long-term position getting in, and then Wally. Those are my uh, picks. Ah, yes, Wally is always interesting. So, of course, the biggest name. Maybe you could say is NVIDIA, right? Everybody's paying attention to NVIDIA after the close, after the massive run. It's been incredible. And uh, we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, Palo Alto on Tuesday, also definitely interesting, right? So, um, and then shout out to Trader AZ. He's got Square, NVIDIA, Rivian, and Walmart all on his on his watch list, or his or her watch list. So I'd like to see that. And a shout out to Sabrina. Thanks for dropping a comment and tuning in. Everybody, if you have any uh, tickers you'd like us to maybe get to at the end of the, the hour here, we'd be happy to just drop them in the comments. If you're live streaming on X or over on YouTube, uh, if, if you're tuning in, again, we appreciate you, and we'll get to them. Um, all right, let's keep it going. Lots of earnings. I mean, this, this chart's been packed for weeks now. Uh, I will say also, though, one quick note before we do jump to the next chart is uh, energy. Energy, a lot of energy names. So I'm watching that, looking for some opportunities. All right, SPY, the four-hour candles got right here. And uh, I, I posted this because I, I like to zoom in a little bit when we're getting um, at a point where markets, you know, are extended and we want to really kind of see more maybe granularity in the details. 
And yeah, the four hours actually holding up pretty well. Like that's the 20 SMA right there that it's bouncing off of. And you can see if you move back towards the beginning of the year, it tested the 50, you know, for the four hour SMA um, and bounced off nicely. So uh, pretty strong support. And those are the levels. Honestly, those SMAs is what I'd be watching on these four hour candles for SPY uh, for support moving forward. Uh, what are your thoughts here? Are you guys still feeling bullish? Sean, you still bullish here? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm still bullish. I mean, yeah. well, we say it, probably a bit of a broken record. Higher highs, higher lows. Um, it's hard not to be bullish, of course. Um, but you've got that kind of 500 psychological level. We're not quite, you know, really extending above that. So it'd be interesting to see if we can get above that in the next few months. Obviously, with data depending, of course, as well. But yeah, no, I think you're right. Yeah, it's, it's definitely trying to get another higher high here. What do you What do you see, Kay? Same. Uh, I don't see why we should be bearish at this point in time. We know because, of course, we are at the all-time high. But unless something breaks, I, I don't see why we should be bullish. Uh, bearish. I do see that um, we are pretty bullish throughout the week on this on the options chain. We got one on on the spy two twenty. It's one point zero two put to call. Then one point four one. Then one point two. Then one point one. 1.9 so it's pretty standard i mean I, I feel like market is also bullish going into next week especially the short week yeah only four days of trading i keep that in mind all right well i also have something to note on the queues i actually posted this for uh, newsletter subscribers as well and if you didn't catch it i just thought i'd put it here on the live stream you guys um this is the five day uh, moving average against the queues and the arrows are highlighting where uh, we've got three candles either moving above the five-day moving average when it's moving higher or dropping below on the way down. And I've been noticing, and honestly, shout out to Brian Shannon. He talks about the five-day moving average all the time. So credit to him for you know tuning my attention to it. And he might trade it a little differently, but basically the way, I mean, he trades it you know, kind of similarly. But uh, the way I'm looking at it is what I notice is if you are looking for three candles, Right earlier on uh, on this chart, you can see last summer when we had the downturn. As soon as you had three candles underneath the five-day uh, moving average, as it turned down, um, you could take a, a short trade and ride that until it broke back above that five-day uh, moving average. And you could repeat that process pretty cleanly, as well as to the upside. And uh, you can wait until you see three candles doing the opposite. Right. So on the upside here, you had the three candle entry at the bottom. And I'll go ahead and highlight that here. I forgot about my laser. I'm getting excited about this, Sean. Um, so we got the the entry right here, right, on the first initial up, upside. And then, you know, there's no real reason to exit the trade. You can just stay in the trade as long as we're above this five-day moving average. And then here we did get a break below. Um, and there was, you could call it three candles below, obviously, right? These three right here. So this might have got you out of the trade. Still a really nice gain here that you would have had. And then quickly the candles recovery of three candles above the five day again. And you could enter and ride this all the way up until, of course, this break here. It's going to give back some of your trades. But again, another positive trade. You get out, you wait for the candles to get three above again. And then we've been riding ever since with no three candles breaking below consecutively, right? Continued upside. So when we're in markets that have been just running, I do look for, in, in either direction, by the way, I do try to look for things like this to help me stay in a trade because, I mean, just face it, once we've been this extended, it is harder to you know, stay in and not just take your profits, right? Completely off the table. So what are your thoughts on this? Does this uh, resonate with you, Sean? 
I've not seen this one before, and I'm really glad you put it on this on this live stream. Really appreciate it. Um, but I do have a little quick question, which other people might actually be looking at as well. So yeah. the candle we created on Friday, obviously, it's kind of halfway down the line. Would that be one candle, or this this next three would be the next three below it? That makes sense. So three clean candles, basically, is what I'm asking. I look at the close. So yeah, three closes below or above. So that's the okay. first close I would call below. Yeah. So we need two more candles for me to. You know, go ahead and cut and, and and start looking for downside and see what happens. So that right, so that's one out of three. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So point for me, and I maybe I asked this before, and I think we are following the trading stop loss here uh, to make sure that as it goes up, you know, we are stop losses are get updated automatically rather than having a specific stop loss considering it's a daily candle. Yeah, like I move my stops up below this, like to maybe the prior highs. So for example, you know, if we entered here and we're riding this trade up i would move my stop up to you know align with this prior resistance point and but then i would also just kind of be watching and if this this break here had gotten a third candle lower i wouldn't have waited for that stop to trigger i just would have got out here um but to your point we might just get one knife and candle right so it's good to have that trailing stop and not just sit here and wait for three candles. I'm not waiting for three candles to knife, you know, 20% down and then say, oh, yeah, maybe I should <laughs> get out. Like, you know, put your stops in for sure. And then also notice, look at this run, right? Huge move up before a little bit of a turn. Then about two-thirds of that and we pull back. And then, you know, kind of the same. But then this most recent one is about half that, right? So it gets tighter the further you get extended. And this is where you start looking for maybe some periods of consolidation. So, so what, one more question. From yeah. an options trade standpoint, would you think this is a put credit spread or call credit spread? Which side would you want to trade? I'm, I'm thinking of put side, right? Yeah, I think I would agree. Why, why are you leaning towards the put side? Because we, we can put our... So this resistance uh, at the... I don't have it here, but you know you can see sure. the... Yeah, 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 exactly. That way. So that could be a level, right? With some volume shelf. So that yeah, right be... around 410. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's a good question. And I haven't thought about it long enough to give you a clean answer here. But um, I think I would I would lean towards a put, put spread there, put credit spread. And, you know, collect some cash uh, and expect higher highs because you're following the trend here. And I think that's the route I would go. Good stuff. All right, let's keep it rolling, guys. I will say, if you are looking into option strategies, start simple and work your way up and ask questions as you go. So we're happy to answer those. Um, what do we have here? Fiverr. All right, Sean, I'm handing it over to you. I'm excited to see the charts this week. What do you got? Yeah, so this one's a bit of an interesting one. I've not actually brought this one up before at all. Um, but I saw it drop, obviously, quite dramatically on Friday as a result of Upwork, which is a similar sort of company. Um, services obviously um but yeah they kind of they dropped down to this kind of key level which I, I looked at the chart and i thought hang on this is all adding up to be quite lots of uh, a lot of kind of confluence so we've got the free moving averages kind of in and around where we are now obviously the trend line is coming up as well and you've got the volume profile on the right side um but i'd be treating this one as a swing trade in terms of entry point you could take a small position into earnings we've spoken about that before um and obviously play it from there obviously Again, depending on what the owners say, you either get out or kind of average down uh, your position. Um, 
But really, I think I, I, personally, I'm going to be taking the small position into earnings and then adding to it afterwards, obviously, depending on, on, on the earnings results. But if you look on the left side of the screen, down the bottom left side, you can see cash flow, revenue, and net income. Cash I like that really really increasing over the last four quarters quite handsomely as well not just incremental as you can see before that is decreasing incrementally um is that a word i'm not too sure if that's a word but we'll go with it um oh, like <laughs> you can see decent cash flow and free cash flow really increasing nicely in the last four quarters would like to see that kind of level out or kind of you know again increase that'd be great to see um, revenue of course not nothing huge but obviously steady growth not too bad um, but net income obviously nice profitable company and that obviously reflects in the free cash flow so good things on the fundamental side and obviously going back to the chart we can see also the rsi is kind of coming down to 50 as well which i kind of like it around 50. um so it'll be interesting to see if it can hold up in the next few days but yeah this is a trade opportunity i think for fiverr what do you guys think okay you first okay so I'm zooming out a little bit, not looking at the, this is a daily chart. I'm looking at the monthly chart, weekly chart. And this is a classic uh, bell curve here, right? We are at the bottom, not the bottom, we are at the other end of the bell. This stock hit 336 back in 2021 September, uh, February. Can you believe that? $336. Oh. So if you bought anywhere over there, you're probably crying. Uh, <laughs> um now, looking at it, I, I do believe that there's a resistance at 47.87. That's what I'm looking at here. We had three touches and then, you know, the stock declined. But definitely looks more bullish on this side. By the way, on an options chain, this is a monthly option. So it's not a weekly like for other stickers. And the put to call is 1.32. So the, sorry, I'll take it back. For 3.15, which is next month, it's 0.32 which is almost 3,000 call options and only 939 pull option, put options with implied volatility of 85%. So it seems like a lot more bullish trend on the options chain. Um, and I, I do see this as a pretty bullish signal, but for a short-term scalping kind of a trade, not for long-term. Yeah, that's great. I think more of a swing trade. Yeah. Sorry, Nick. No, you're, this is great, man. Um, this reminds me of... It's different, but the, it reminds me of this Fortinet chart, FTNT, that I was looking at before. It was just kind of steadily climbing like this into earnings, and then it just took off. It had a gap above to fill, so that was you know, a little different chart setup there. But, yeah, I like the way this is marched in respect to 50-day and really just looking to get back up and uh, above this uh, kind of resistance point. Love to see it. No, I'm excited for this chart. I'll, I'll keep it posted. Obviously, I, I do kind of keep uh, on top of my, my charts now and my positions on X quite religiously. So I'm, I'm, I really enjoy that. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, <laughs> next chart. Let's keep it rolling. Thanks for bringing, the, bringing it up, man. No worries. Uh, th this one, so <laughs> Enovix, we, we've, we've been here before, haven't we? And, and very successfully, might I add. Um, so this one, I'm kind of going for round two. Well, actually, probably round four, I suppose ultimately um but yeah round two on terms of trade and triangle so you can see here giant wedge we're kind of poking out through it which is nice to see i'm just going to caveat that this but it is a very high risk stock you can see the movements just in the chart um alone really you can see it's up to 23 all the way down to eight dollars so this stock can move but that's also to our advantage if you can play it nicely you know have your, have your levels your risk management you can obviously make money with this kind of stock um, but yeah, my thoughts on this one, obviously we've got earnings on Tuesday after the bell, um, so which would be interesting to see, lots of anticipation around this company. So again, I'll probably wait till after the earnings report, 
see what happens, see what the reaction is for a day or so, um, or maybe even to scalp it on the day, perhaps. But that's just kind of my risk levels. Obviously, it's not for everyone. Uh, but the key level I want to get above here, um, well, there's two actually, I suppose, is, is the first one, which is the 200 moving average. Um, both positive kind of key levels I'm looking at here. But the 200 moving average, which is the yellow line, kind of going straight through the chart. Um, so it'd be nice to kind of get back above that and make a, a decent trend um, above that. But also the, the second key level I'm talking about is the 1420 line. And um, that for me is, is key because you can see all that volume coming in there at that point as well. So if we can get back up, uh, get up, back above that, come back down, retest it. And then I'm looking at the kind of profit zones of 16, 1770 and 1920, which you can see kind of on the yellow um, on the axis on the right side there. Um, so, yeah, very simple kind of setup here. We're breaking the trend line, we're coming down, retesting it. We kind of made a nice, really move, uh, really nice move on Friday. Uh, bullish engulfing, you might say. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of what happens with this stock, especially in the near term. What are your first thoughts? Yeah, that's a nice setup right here. I mean, I agree with basically everything you just said there. And uh, the higher low that it formed, I mean, slightly higher low, and it retested nine here. Um, I, I like to see that it held up higher and got some buyers stepping in there. And now above the 50 day, like, I mean, that was a nice move up ahead of earnings. So um, it looks pretty positive here. Uh, it, I'll be curious to see. I mean, we I'm looking back a couple earnings, not prior, not, not the past earnings, but um, uh, not from November, but from back in July of 23. And it, it, it moved up only to sell off post earnings. Um, and then it didn't really, it was kind of a nothing burger after the last earnings. So maybe this is like the rounding and, it, and it, you know, if we see ENVX with the solid report, you get above those levels you're talking about. It's, an, it's a nice setup heading into it. I, I agree. Yeah, this is one of those stocks where it's kind of retail favorites. It's not a huge, I mean, a bit like a SoFi, I suppose, big pump on earnings and kind of profit taking, et cetera, afterwards. So you can probably see that in, in stocks like this, that's for sure. But I mean, going on, Again, guidance-wise, I think if they can propose good guidance, with obviously they do silicon batteries. I don't know if you knew that, but they do silicon batteries. Obviously, it's the future. It's one of those kind of tech companies for the future, and that's what comes with the, the kind of risk levels with this kind of stock. Anyway, I'm just rambling now. So, okay, I'll let you talk. Yeah, no, no, no this is great. Well, you know, unfortunately, it's not like SoFi because SoFi never got 172% implied volatility. I wish it would. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think we got to be very careful with this one. I mean, looking at if their history for earnings, I mean, they miss and they beat. It's like 50-50 chance over here. Like, you really can't get a trend out of it that, you know, it's going to beat it. It's a it's a it's a coin flip here, and it's definitely your um, uh, the binary event. But I but don't you think that the, the yellow line is that is that a fifty day SMA or two hundred two hundred? Okay, okay, okay. Then I think then yeah. I mean, you can definitely yeah. take advantage of the the pump. <laughs> a few charts are actually looking like this. Obviously, this is just one example, but a lot of charts. I think AMD is one of them. We've got Ford again, another one. But they've got this wedge. They're kind of breaking out and they're retesting that that zone. Um, so I've actually compiled a video coming out this Thursday. We'll get onto the slides in a second, but I might as well talk to it now because this the screen, the example is on the screen now yeah. um, of kind of trend line retests, uh, breakout retests. So I'm a breakout trader primarily. And this is one of the breakout trades that I look for, kind of breaking out of a trend line, coming back down, retesting it. And you can see that example right here on the screen. So um, yeah, that's it for me on, 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 on the charts. Good stuff. Thanks, Sean. Where can and we find you? <laughs> you can find me on YouTube and X. I don't do many newsletters anymore. Um, 
just not really my thing, I guess. <laughs> but YouTube, I go live every Monday now. It was Friday, but it didn't really make sense. So I've now switched it to Monday. So I'm really looking forward to that. So you can join me tomorrow um, for that nice. one. And obviously X as well. I post daily charts, daily trade ideas, daily trade insights, psychology, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, thank you very much. I'll hand it over to you, Nate. Yeah, thanks for all of that, Sean. Appreciate it very much. Be sure to check out what Sean's got going on. Like he said, his YouTube channel is straight fire. I mean, that's that's all I have to say about that. And uh, we'll keep things rolling. I've got the next chart here, which is Marathon Digital. Uh, I think it's worth noting because we do have Bitcoin ripping. But before I get into the chart, uh, just a quick reminder to subscribe to the Trading Triangle out there, you guys. The sma smash that like button, like we like to say. And to those that are tuning in on live on X, do appreciate, I mean, all of you across the board tuning in. Shout out, I see we've got some requests coming in from Airwolf, Mr. Console, happy that you're tuned in. Thank you, Mr. Console. Uh, I see Jay and BB3 all out there. So we'll have to circle around to these tickers at Coke, BXS, BKSY, I'm not familiar with that one. SLB, Fresh, and CVX, though, I am familiar with. So let's take a look at some tickers as we get uh, moving. But right now, focusing on MARA, uh, Notable, like I said, with Bitcoin rocketing higher, uh, the miners have just been you know, on fire, as you can see from the charts. After selling off there for a bit, um, caught a bid, made a higher low, and then just launched. That's the anchored VWAP line you see mixed in with 50-day moving support and 20-day. Um, so let's see here. This guy here is our anchored VWAP, and then we've got the 50-day and then this 20-day. And I have this advantage, I'm realizing now, guys, of, dry, of driving with this laser. I'll have, to, I'll have to follow your words on your charts, Keg. I'm going to try. I didn't do it at all for Sean. Okay, anyways, <laughs> or not enough for Sean, I should say. So anyways, this break here was huge, right? And this five-day uh, moving average I talked about with the Qs, now I'm watching it closely, right, to see if we get a few closes below it or not. Um, and if we don't and it continues to support, I'm actually really looking at this level here, uh, 2671. It's holding up for support. So really between 2650 and 2670. Um, if that level holds, I think we continue to see a move higher here, um, I, especially with Bitcoin continuing to power higher, obviously. And uh, targeting to get back up, what did we get to? 3130 was the high most recently. So uh, that's the, the, the level we're aiming at here with uh, Marathon Digital. Um, RSI is really strong, right? It's way up there. So uh, it could be a sign of more strength to come. You can see it, it'll hang at these levels for a little while, um, or it could really just, you know, peter out a little bit and not make that, you know, retest that high, which I think would be a negative. So uh, we'll see how it plays out this week. I would definitely wait to get more information on if the support level holds up. Uh, what do you think, Sean? You like this chart? I do and I don't. I like how, I mean, kind of shaping up for like a, a, almost a double top, I suppose, in a way. Mm -hmm. um, we had a comment, obviously, uh, bearish comments, and perhaps uh, people are expecting this one to go down. Um, but uh, I think this one for me, like you said, with Bitcoin, I'd be closely following the Bitcoin price rather than the actual Mara price. Same, same with all the other miners, CLSK, I think is one of them. High, yeah. obviously, right as well. Um, so it was interesting. I, I, yeah, I've just been following Bitcoin for this one. Uh, that's what I've got to really add to it, to be honest. Sorry, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Uh, Kay, what would you add? So interestingly, uh, 
as Sean said that this could be a double top. I'm also looking at the volume shelf, like between 2362 going all the way to 2611. There is heavy buying that comes in at those levels. Yeah. So that's, that is something that, you know, you will probably see a lot of uh, buyers stepping in. Uh, I know um, somebody, the audience in London mentioned that all gaps must be filled. Well, yeah. generally, um, that is how we look at it, but not necessarily all gaps do fill. Uh, it is generally an understanding that any gap ups or gap downs should be filled, but you know, they're, you know, stocks are stocks. They can do whatever they want. Um, the volatility is above 130 for the foreseeable future, right? We are seeing very high volatility in Mara. And of course, the put to call is 0.63. So, of course, there's a lot more bias on the call side as opposed to put side. I mean, I would still, I mean, yeah. I'm still in this trade, uh, Nate. So I'll continue. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 riding this wave until you know we see a clean break in the trend, and um, I still think 24.93 on the Fib level is still a support with the aligning with the volume shelf as well. Nice. All right, noted. 24.93. Yep. Jot that down. And um, yeah, I've also. I mean, I agree with you guys, right? This could be a double top. It could also be a break in retests and power hires. So that's the setup, right? Watch for both. Um, and then I, I like what you're saying. You know, he's got to watch the support here where, where the buyers have stepped in. Because if it slips, then I think real quickly we could be right back at 20, right? Yeah. So um, definitely it's not one for the you know faint of heart. Like this stock moves, you can see the big candles. Um, but I like London's point, right? Gaps do fill uh, more likely than not. We'll look at NVIDIA in a little bit. Those gaps are not filling. Um, or nine times soon they had they, they're taking a while anyways um but then uh yeah that, it's a strong point and then uh quick uh, comment i know the trader az asked about the uh, horizontal lines here these are what i've noted is support resistance levels so where i would expect a little bit of uh, hesitation um, or possible rejections um, or support levels um, for this for the ticker so i use these i go back in time right and look at different uh, levels that have been supported and that's why you see them run off the left side of the screen that's those dotted lines there all right guys we'll keep it rolling what do i have next mercado libre ticker is m-e-l-i i don't think if we've covered mercado it's been a while right it's been a long time i think you covered last okay. earnings as well okay and so what i like about this chart is it's it looks like it's breaking above this recent trend um, and it's done this multiple times, right? It moves higher and then it kind of consolidates and pulls back. The first time around, it just pulled all the way back to its lows. Um, but then we got a nice move up about 45% across a little over a month. And then it's, you know, consolidation and pull back to test the 50-day moving average. So I really like to see that, right? Like this is this consolidation, respect on the 50-day, and then another 21, 22% higher from there. So like I mentioned earlier, you're not going to get the same extended moves every leg up. It tends to shorten. Um, so looking at this move, we could get another you know 11% up from where we're at right now, which with the you know ticker trading at what is Mercado at? I just lost. It's like 1800. You know, call it 1775. I think it is. You know, that's another 180 point move to the upside potential here. So it did break above that trend, which I like. You know, this this break here, looking to hold above the the 20 day moving average and continuing higher. And we'll see if that's, you know, if it marches higher into earnings, that's kind of what I'm looking at here. 
Um, is this something that you look at as a breakout um, trade potential? Is this the kind of thing you look at, Sean? Or do you, you know, is this not the same kind of setups you, you're typically watching? So this is exactly the setup. Yeah, as okay. I was mentioning over my session. So you've got the kind of trend line coming down. Um, and obviously it's broken above that and it's come down and it's retested that. You can see that in the candle that you've produced on Friday. It is a bit of a doji, um, but it's still bounced off of those levels. In fact, it's actually three points of confluence there. You've got the 20 to 50. No, sorry. What's the, the um, quicker line? Yeah, the five? This is the, no, this is the 20 on this one, I think. So you're good. Oh, yeah, the, the, the other one's five. really tight here. The, yeah. Five, yeah. So you've got the five and the 20 kind of coming in there together. The only thing that's not quite there is, is the volume profile. It's a little bit higher, but that's not, not the end of the world. Um, it's probably only probably $20, $30 or something like that. Um, but yeah, this is exactly like a setup, and I've just written it down on my notes here for, for potential move higher. Um, but I think that 1,800 line, you, you may have mentioned it. To break that, that would be that would be really nice to see. A quick question as well. Do you think stocks like this should look to do a stock split, or do they just like to have, you know, a really big amount as their stock price? <laughs> I love this question. I love this question. Because people get so passionate about stock splits, right? But they, <laughs> um, I, I think so, right? Because you know, have the one side of the coin saying, one side of the house saying, stock split doesn't matter. It's just, you know, because it, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter from a price standpoint. The math all adds up. The same number of share or different number of shares, different price, but the va value of the company doesn't change, right? Okay, so like that's just it's a stock split. It's just math, but. What I think is a positive for it is the lower the, the price of the stock, the you know, you get more options trading possibilities yeah. on it. People, you know, might talk a little bit about being able to trade, you know, people can afford um, these shares now, but really there's fractional ownership now. So I think that really covers buying any size stock for the most part. Most brokers offer that. Um, yeah. But the option side, you get way more liquidity if they did do a stock split. And I know options traders definitely prefer that. Uh, you think of the same thing, Kay? Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's funny. I remember, was it, oh no, which, which stock was it? It went, it was, it was, maybe it was um, one of the big, you know, like Google or something. Like, but Amazon was trading at almost 3000 plus and they, they held the yeah. stock split for a long, long, long time. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And, um, oh, Shopify. So yeah. Shopify, you know, that's another one where. I think some some traders are like, oh, okay, cool. So it's 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 better. It's it's less, and then others don't like it. So, um, but what what I would also say is, uh, you know, it will generates momentum in the short term, but it should have no material long term really uh, impact on stock from a fundamental you know perspective. Um, yeah, but like yeah, say, it's just maps, isn't it? So. We we got a lot of uh, comments, Nate. You want to address them? Yeah, let's let's take a look at the comments here before we keep it rolling. Uh, what do we have here? So, <laughs> Melly, I like it. I'm speaking my language too. Uh, we got the Emperor Maximiliano out there. I'm a fan, by the way. If you guys haven't come across the Emperor, definitely check him out. Um, okay, let's see what do we got here. Ion Q. That's an interesting name. We'll have to look at that. Um, and then. Got some love from crypto. Appreciate it. Making moves. We got bio. So I've been looking at XBI. Maybe we'll pull up the XBI chart. Do you guys look at any biotech, SWTX, and ELV? Nope. Interesting. Yes. I look after IBB personally. It's IBB. Yeah. London's, London's Stock Exchange. Yeah. So. so IBB and XBI, I think the difference is one's equal weight and the XBI is not, right? IBB, I think, is equal weight. I'm not sure. Yeah, so but yeah. Um, yeah. So, so you. 
Oh, go ahead, Sean. I'm sorry. No, no. I was just, yeah, don't worry. Carry on. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got some support for a split here in the comments. Definitely see that. And, um, yeah, bro oh, interesting. Brokerage charge a reorganization fee. So that's interesting. I did not know, know that, Sabrina. Thanks for the note. And then, yeah, SMCI. What a big move. What a big pullback. We'll have to look at that chart, no doubt. All right, guys, let's keep it rolling. Anything I missed there, Kay, that you wanted me to address? No, pretty much the implied volatility is in the 70s as well for uh, Mercado Libre. And there's really not much options volume here. So it's not the, as, as you said, this is not like an options play here. If you're doing a cash secured put on 1768, man, that's a lot of money. You got to in some cash. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I definitely like Mercado in the long-term portfolio. So I like this setup here and um, hopefully it does move, move higher. Nice support off the 50 day for sure. All right, guys. So if you're looking for more from me, I will be posting on X throughout the week. Every week, I like to get on space quite a bit. I'm scheduled for a few, even in the short week, with uh, Wolf Financial, who I write their Sunday uh, featured posts. So definitely check out Wolf Financial if you're not already tuned in there. Uh, his newsletter, I, like I mentioned, I write for on Sunday. And then I have my own letter, a newsletter, Traders Education. I post daily. I've got trade ideas out there for everybody. I'm going to be looking at energy stocks this week. So if you're interested in that, adding that to the list we've been looking at a lot of big tech and you know me semiconductors you guys but energy is now on the list so that's enough about me let's hand it over to Kay. love to see what you got this week Kay. all right thanks uh, so the first one so we are covering two stocks one which is you know possible trade and one that i would like to avoid in a trade so the first one is square it's going to report earnings on thursday after market close um, just a couple of uh, house stuff that we want to take it off. EPS 0.57, revenue 5.71 billion for the quarter. Uh, just the statistics here that the last six quarters they have beaten the revenue. They have missed, uh, uh, I think, the fourth EPS they missed, the fourth four earnings before they missed the EPS. So a pretty solid company from a reporting earnings standpoint. Keep in mind, I think they are bringing back, uh, Jack Dorsey is already back as the head. Uh, so that is, uh, of course, a very positive sign. For the company now looking from a trade idea standpoint generally the stock makes a, about eight percent implied move so looking at a, almost five dollars plus minus and that kind of aligns with how we have it mapped over here uh, using the 3.5 um, over here we are looking at uh, upside of i can't see it properly on my side but let me see 69.37 uh, that is the upside move that we can see if the stock breaks up and stays with the implied move or you're looking at a downside protection of about a little bit between 60 and 61 dollars. Uh, it kind of also aligns with the volume shelf. We have a lot more volume shelf coming in at those levels of 60. I would say this would be about 63 or so. So there's a lot of uh, you know support levels at that. And I do think with the coming of Jack Dorsey, they'll probably throw some AI stuff going in there. You can see the implied move on the options chain is high. It's 128 on the IV side. And there's a lot more call options. So very bullish going into earnings. Uh, I am long-term bullish. There are a couple trade ideas you can use here you can use the put credit spread at um, you know uh, these um, uh, support levels you can do a cash secured put uh, you can open calls if you want that is the the least of my favorite but yeah but it works so i'm looking at very bullish uh, because we could see another run going up to 80 but there will be a little bit resistance at uh, higher levels well, we talked about gap fills before and there's a gap up there to about what is that 76 86 it looks like yes yeah. 
Yeah, so that's definitely interesting. And then um, I, I like this consolidation for sure. And I'd be looking for like, you know, you mentioned solid levels there. I mean, definitely it's trying to get above 70 and stick the landing above 70, right? Um, but if it got above 71.41, which was the high from the end of January, um, I think that'd be pretty positive. And as it tried to march back up towards 80, like you mentioned there. So yeah, this consolidation is super interesting. After the march up, like you like to see it not pull back and give up fifty percent of those gains, right? It, it held much higher. So yeah, I like it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can, you can. I mean, I'm not a big. F- I mean, I don't play iron condors as much because I am not good at iron condors. But you, if you are good at iron condors, this could be a potential candidate. You can have the call spread uh, and the deb- and the put spread on each side, um, and, and it could it could work. I like it. All right, we should keep it rolling. Or I'm sorry, Sean, did you have more on square? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did actually. Got a nice observation. I think that 50 moving average coming through there, and you can see obviously with these these daily candles, the amount of touches on that is 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 quite ridiculous. You've got one at least 10 there, I think, in the last couple of month or so. Um, but what I want to see here is obviously if the if the earnings report comes in positive. A gap up above that kind of level that you said of 69, but really above the 50 moving average, come back down and retest that. Because if you look down the left side, the last earnings call was a gap up above the 50, come back down, retest it, and look look at the move after that. Yep. Straight up to 80 from about 46 or something. So what a move that was. Um and that's basically how I play this trade. Kind of because some stocks do mirror their kind of moves. Um, but if you can gap up above that, come back down to the 50 and just, yeah, ride your stop loss up behind it and, and see what happens. Um, yeah, that's what I'm looking at. And great point. Look at that gap fill has not been filled yet. So we don't know when it will be filled. Well, yeah, that's another thing, isn't it? If the earnings report comes in negative, then that's, that's the target point, isn't it? Yeah, but, you know, looking at how they have not missed a revenue beat in the last six quarters and looking at how the so so if you look at square it's very similar to your robin hoods of the world and not exactly but you you got a little bit of a trading there you got sofi um so if you follow the same footsteps and they were also part of by the way they also have invested in bitcoin so if bitcoin is running of course you'll you'll see a lot more you know um upside potential in their earnings report you have Jack Dorsey. So there's a lot more catalyst on Square side that I believe that at least in the short term, it could push the stock price back up to the all-time highs um, to about $80 or so. But we'll see how it plays out. Definitely on my watch list. Thank you, Kay. Yeah, thanks, Kay. This is a good one. And uh, someday I will call it Block, maybe. Block, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if they change it to Block, yeah. I mean, this, okay, this one is arm holdings. Now, this is similar to SMCI. I know a lot of people are talking about SMCI, right. um, and we had like a 20% drop. So if you ended up buying at $1,000 and you are down 20%, uh, hopefully you had stop losses in there. But if not, this is another stock that I would not touch until we see some kind of a semblance on the stock price. So the stock, if you if you see, it IPO'd very recently. And the stock was pretty much flat. And then it ran 91% in four, six business days. Sorry, six uh, trading days. And when you have these kind of moves, I just don't know what to make of it. I don't want to get involved here because then you have a top at $164. And, and for most people, ARM... If you remember, NVIDIA was trying to buy ARM uh, yep. like last year or the year before, and the deal fell off. And then, you know, ARM said, okay, we'll go IPO ourselves. 
So you got to see all these things as well as I know that we have the AI revolution and I think Nvidia's earnings report may push the stock price higher, but I will be staying away from trading this stock because this is, um, you can get burned in this trade. That's my take on it. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, I completely like agree. Yeah, so, ahead, uh, okay. yeah, I completely agree. It's one of those stocks because it's kind of, unless you're already in it, you, you can't really touch it. So if you're already in it, obviously you probably should have looked at taking a little bit of profit off the table, at least in my opinion. Um, but yeah, looking at this chart and it's just the volume alone just is, is um, outstanding, really. But yeah, I, I have nothing much else to add. So okay. So I really like the uh, Nvidia's interest in ARM. Like, I almost felt foolish. Like I knew they're super interested in it, right? Like, there's, there's Nvidia's got reasons, right? And so maybe there is this kind of move, given that we've seen what happened with SMCI. And but I feel like these moves are popping up left and right. And um, I, I think the biggest takeaway here is if you're in them beforehand, congrats! Like, good job identifying them. We're not going to spot every single one of them. But if you missed it, like. It's a really high risk, high, you know, you can have high reward as well, but just know like whatever you're putting into a trade like this, you could have a, a zero uh, in, at the end of the day for that trade. And you, it's okay. I'm not saying that's a bad trade as long as that's what your expectations are and your risk reward is adjusted accordingly, right? If you think you can get a 300% return and, or you might end up with zero, well, that might be the risk reward profile that you're looking for. Um, but that's, that's what we're talking about with names like ARM, right? It's just, it's all or nothing. And so I personally um, feel like I missed this one, so I'll hang back. Um, But there's some names out there that, you know, they're making moves like this. It's been interesting. Yeah, and we talk about them on the channel all the time. Like we take Intel, we take AMD, we have talked about, you know, a couple other, um, you know, names. The the ETF that you talk about a a lot, um, the semiconductor ETF. So SMH. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we, we talk about these trades. Of course, you know, you can't get all trades right. Uh, but, you know, sometimes when you have these massive, you know, gap ups, like, you know, you, especially when you're trading, you, you want to make sure that you don't burn your hands and don't chase uh, those stocks. So that's, that's my take for the day on this arm. Words of wisdom. Nice. Where do we find you, Kay? Well, uh, you can find me on X and YouTube channel as well. I do post a lot of uh, stock analysis videos uh, on YouTube. So definitely look forward to that. I'll be doing a lot more videos in the next two, three weeks. Uh, so definitely uh, subscribe if you like the content. And I do write on Substack as well. Not as often as Nate, but I'm trying to get uh-huh. that habit. So that's handing back to you, Nate. I'm going to get you guys hooked on writing just as much as you like to trade. You just, you'll see, you'll see. All right, guys, we had a lot of tickers requested. What do you say? We do rapid fire kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want, yeah. I can take Coca-Cola. I think that is, I'm in a trade for that. Nice. Want. And let me, uh, I'll go ahead and share my screen here and then I'll jump to the different charts and uh, yeah, we'll just, I would love to hear your guys' takes on a few of them. I'm going to look at NVIDIA first. So let's see, make sure this. Switches up, gives us what we want. Hey, that looks good. Let me get these watch lists chilled out a little bit. All right. Nice and long, wide chart here. So you <laughs> can get a lot of time in here. This is NVIDIA. Um, and I'll zoom in a little bit here, actually. But you can see this big, broadening you know, formation. And it's just powering higher and higher. It's, it's in line with the recent, you know, the other highs it was making um, you know, last year in the summer, but 
Uh, when you zoom out, you can see these big gaps below, right? And it's just ignored them. <laughs> just absolutely does not seem to care about these gaps. But we're, I mean, look, this is looking extended. And one thing that I thought was interesting is, you know, sometimes you can look at the weekly or monthly and you're like, all right, maybe extended. I get the exact opposite feeling. <laughs> so look at the video, right? That's the weekly chart. And then here's the monthly. Like, I mean, that looks very, very, very extended. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. I mean, I'm in SMH. I'm bullish in video long term. I just don't know how you jump in these trades here necessarily. You're waiting for pullbacks and getting. You don't, you don't jump in at those price points. You you plan those trades ahead of time, right? True story, right? So I wanted to look at that one real quick, and then SMCI um, was another one requested, and like that's. I, I think it's worth looking at this because it really does highlight. Cool. Right, look at this. Like, that's a nasty candle, right? Um, that's only one below the five day, though, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look, right? What if we had a second candle that was drawn out? I mean, we would be all the way back down here, test 500 in a day, right? So, um, uh, so just keep that in mind when you have big run ups like this, or SMCI. What do you think about this, Sean? I, I heard you kind of smirking a little bit about this candle. Yeah, I made a little short on it on Friday, but um, I drew a three-point trip extension. Trip? I always say trip. Three-point fib extension on the chart. Like it's it kind of hitting these levels of like 1,000 monogens, something like that. Um, I was just basically warning people, you know, take profits if you can. Obviously, just don't get into the stock, at least in my opinion, of course. Um, it's, it's, again, I'm, I'm not trading it. Of course, I'm not, um, at least... Not yet. I'm going to calm down a little bit for starters, but I don't really have much to say on it. Just apart from just be careful when you're trading these assets, and if if you see a run up in the stock GME, this kind of stock, just be smart and take some off the table. You know, I mean, there's, there's no harm in taking profits. There's no shame in taking profits. Um, right. But as a stock, yeah, it doesn't look good. <laughs> That's a nasty, nasty candle. Okay, I'm guessing you shorted it right there. Yeah, no, I, 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 <laughs> I didn't short anything. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, that would be ideal. Whoever did that. Oh man, that's a lot of money. Um, but yeah, that that's like, how do you, how would you even know? Right. I uh, did hear somebody commenting. I think it was Michael Coe um, was saying that he traded uh, commodities and, and one of the biggest bearish signs he saw was a gap up followed by a huge reversal. And that's exactly what we got. This is the open here, right? Gapped up from, the prior day's close was at 1,004 even, gapped all the way up to open at 1,045.50 and then ended up closing right at 8.03. So that's pretty nasty. So keep that in mind if you're looking to trade SMCI. If you're trying to get in, I would say for upside, I would say hold off and wait. Look for some support. And, and do you know like on, on the forums, the, the number of people talking about this ticker is the same as we used to see when it was GME AMC days. So when your common every common your neighbors are asking about SMCI, then that is not a ticker you should be getting in. <laughs> so, um, so on Thursday it closed at ninety seven RSI, which is a, a re an equal record high. Can you um, guess what the other stock was 
I mean, you just mentioned it. So Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it was written in the stars at some point, wasn't it, surely? 97 RSI. That's, a, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot not about now. that. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> no, no. It was like everybody caught wind of that. And they're like, whoa, 97. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think for profits. Uh, let's see. What else should I jump into? Let me look at. So we had SWTX and ELV. Do you want to put up? S we have SLB also requested. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. So would I say SWTX? Is that right? Yeah. And then let's see, look at that. Ooh, that's a nice looking chart. Um, so what I would say first, this is the first time I'm looking at this chart is RSI is strong and has been holding. Look at that RSI, you guys. Like just it pulled back a little bit at one point, but it's been up at, you know, extended quote unquote overbought levels forever. It looks like since November. Um, just mad respect for the 20 day moving average. This is a daily chart and it looks like a nice break higher last week. So um, for me, this is a very positive looking chart. And the volume as well, that break with the volume and it held a higher high. That's, that's, that's good news in my book and RSI, like you say, it's not actually too bad. So really good eye, Sean. I mean, that is actually probably the strongest thing on this chart. And I don't know how I didn't see it right off the bat. This volume, look at this massive volume like we were we were trading i don't know what this level is down here but you can see the the volume levels are super low and then yeah. on november 28th this huge this is institutional buying there's not a, unless it, elon came in and bought this you guys know if elon's buying we should focus it. on tesla for now <laughs> good call and so yeah this volume right here and then look it is it, it remains elevated what this is typically i'm not i can't tell you for sure but this is an institutional buying stepping in and then filling out their position over the next several months right they know they they want to fill out x number of shares they take their big bite at the low levels and then they continue to fill it out um and that's what keeps these volume um, levels higher and then you see this other big spike i mean that's additional you know massive volume coming in i, I don't know why we wouldn't just see this continue to hold these levels, uh, maybe consolidate above 46 if it decides to pull back a little, a little bit. But yeah, super positive. I like this one. All right, what was the next one on that? We can take SLB. I think that's one. And then we can take Coca-Cola. I think we have more as well. Was it SLV or ELV? No, Schlumberger, SLB. LB, Schlumberger. Yeah, the one that you introduced me to, and I'm in that trade. I this up here, you see my old notes. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love doing that. When you look on charts and you see your old stuff, and you think, wow, my levels are really on point. <laughs> after, after Nate introduced SLB, he just got out of SLB, and then I am in SLB from since then. Anyways. That's so, accurate. <laughs> so I'm looking, they are currently pretty much range-bound right now. They are below the 200-day, 50-20-day SMA. Uh, I think their earning reports comes uh, 419. So... Two months. Yeah, I mean, I th I think it's pretty much uh, standard with uh, your uh, energy prices because energy prices are also pretty much low. I think Exxon Mobil is also trading like below hundred and one hundred and something like that hundred one hundred and two dollars level. So I think it's pretty much going to a sidebar uh, barcode right now until we see some kind of a catalyst on the energy prices. It is that's how I see it. The for the first resistance will be of course your twenty day SMA to break break that and then fifty day SMA. Nice. Yeah, that's a comment to go to the weekly as well. Say that again, Sean. We did have a comment to say to go to the weekly chart on oh. SLB. 
Awesome. Yeah, I will do that. Might be something um, interesting there. Yeah. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Forming, finding Ooh. some support here right on this volume shelf. Yeah. About 47, 47.50. On the Fib, it's 46.99. Is there where they're getting a bounce off? Yeah, I like this. Look, so this is this is. I'm gonna go ahead and draw it in while we've got it up. So we've got some resistance here, right? Where we made our high, and it's now pulling back and kind of retesting that. And we got below it here, um, back in back in May, it looks like. But now it's trying to. It looks like around this level. So that'll be interesting if it can hold here and start moving higher. That'll form that higher low. And this is a weekly, so it's look, but. Okay, you might get that reversal because this is a nice uptrend. Look at that. It, you, you know, I mean, I, I'll roll my covered calls as usual. Yeah, buddy. What else should we jump to? Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola, yep. I can go to the daily for Coca-Cola. Consolidating. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and, and they have a couple of doji candles, actually. And Coca-Cola also reports earning. I think it's in April as well. Yeah, 424, they report earnings. Um, and uh, we have seen this uh, on the Fib 5960 is a pretty solid resistance level. They are hovering right around the 50-day SMA. So the way that I at least trade as I take the 59 or the 60 strike price, and you can do weekly or bi-weekly. That's how I generally trade. Uh, and I've been track. I've been targeting that for last four weeks or so, and I have not been assigned those. Uh, contracts yet on coca-cola so i'll continue that 5960 strike price is like the sweet spot at this point in time until we get yeah to the i mean just quickly drawing at 5875 and 6004 just by looking at you know a quick glance here so i see what you're saying yeah it's, it's the same you know standard channel uh trading sideways anything to add here for coca-cola sean no, not really. I, so I, was, I was looking at a different chart on OKE, which is another, um, another um, what's it called? comment in OKE. You ever heard of that one? Oh, let me take a look. OKE. Okay. Oh, no, I have not. This is a nice looking chart here. Nice uptrend. It's, it's, have it's you been looking tighter as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is tightening up here, forming a little bit of a rising wedge. It's, um, but it's above all the moving averages. It does chop a little bit below. It's not like it respects them super clean. Um, but yeah, nice trend, higher highs and higher lows for sure. Yeah. This is an interesting one. Interesting. So I don't, I don't, I don't recall in the chat. I am like trying to look at it it's a little harder and, and look at the charts. But yeah. I would say that this, you know, chart retesting here, this these highs at seventy two fifty ish. Um, we want to see it break above. It looks like it kicked below on Friday after it got up there. So. Yeah, this is right there. Wants to get above the seventy-two level. That's what I'm looking for. You gonna say yeah. something, okay? No, no. I'm just looking at all the comments. We actually have a lot of uh, requests. We have Tesla. Nice. Uh, we have IWM, which you miss. Generally, you cover IWM. Ooh, I do like IWM. All right, let's let's grab those two real quick, and then we'll see if we have to wrap or if we have more time. But IWM. So yes, you can see I have levels drawn. IWM. I've got um, the three point fib drawn, and it looks like we re rejected again at that high, um, but then pulled back up and retested it, only to reject again. So this is like um, one of those for me for small caps. I mean, this is just a, one of those situations where yet again we're at a crossroads, 
And we're either going to power above this 204 level and start pushing to 210 and really get the trend moving. Um, and I think that you'll see, you know, all markets moving, you know, all, all the major indices moving higher if we get that. Um, or you'll just see continued struggle and pull back between this 188, call it, and 204 kind of range. And that's what I kind of expect to see, if I'm honest. But do you guys have a strong opinions on small caps on IWM? No. So there's two observations I have on this chart. One of them is the candles in the last six days are absolutely nuts, or maybe seven <laughs> days. Um, and the second one is your your five-day free candle thing kind of happened from um, – I don't know how to really explain it, but the six candles ago, so the three, the three yeah. white candles in a row, that's essentially yep. that what you were talking about earlier. So that's yep. back above this five-day um, moving average. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm taking it as anyway. But yeah, small caps, I like them a lot. Yeah, that's a good point, right? So here's the five-day, and it pulled back, immediately recovered. So here we're holding above the five-day still. Um, yeah, if it can hold and then push above, and continue higher that'd be really bullish across the board i do iwm's got a mix right of a good and bad companies so i think rate is super rate sensitive and so keep yeah. an eye on rate yeah. all right let's look at tesla because it is looking nice and we love tesla we love some tesla on the tra trading triangle by the way if you haven't already do subscribe to the trading triangle on youtube and, and uh give us a nice retweet if you're over our repost on x we appreciate that very much all right zooming in i got levels and arrows all kinds of stuff drawn maybe i trade <laughs> tesla i don't know maybe we should <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we're filling a gap that's what i'm seeing yes you seeing this? yes we are filling a gap and there's still a little bit of a spot left and then that's where the volume shelf really starts to pick up yeah where you get this big gap and then all the way up to 234 really yeah right? exactly what do you think sean yeah, no, that's, that's exactly what I'm looking at, the volume shelf at 234. Um, if we can get to that, maybe reject off it a little bit, come back down to the, the blue one, which must be the 50 moving average. You got it. Um, retest that, and then you kind of start a whole new trend, um, hopefully, at least. Yeah, 234, come back to 220 a little bit, and then try to press higher. I could see exactly right, yeah. I could see some of that action. And then uh, this right here is the anchored average price from the high. Um, this could provide some resistance. Notice it's right at the top of the gap. So honestly, you guys, I wouldn't be surprised if we hit that 210, 212, and then sort of a reversal here back towards, you know, 200 and see all the buyers step in to hold 200 as that psych level. And then we take off that, you know, um, I mean, 199.51 is what we're at right now, right? So I think that wouldn't be too crazy of a move, like up to 210, back to 200 then off to the races so it's kind of the setup i'm looking for looking for higher highs that we're getting here really nice and uh i think that if tesla moves do you think sean you you know with respect to neo and other evs do you think that they'll follow suit or do you think that they're disconnected at this point uh the chinese ones are disconnected yeah in my opinion they're yeah. kind of more following the hsi especially at the moment everything going on with the chinese uh, news etc um but rivian Lucid, all of those kind of stocks, they do follow Tesla very much. The trade and sympathy. Yeah, nice. yeah we, we saw Tesla move, obviously, a little bit on Friday. Um, a little bit of a spike outside of a trend line, and Rivian did exactly the same thing. So they, they do move in, in side by side. Ooh, that OKE um, chart we were looking at earlier, by the way, that's natural gas transport. Transports are super interesting, and natural gas as well. So, yeah, that's an interesting one, Neutrino. I like that you pulled that up. I'll have to look into that a little bit more later. 
Sorry, not to, to, to distract from Tesla, but going through these comments. We've got some great comments from everybody out there. Um, one queen of all trades. Thanks for, uh, <laughs> I love it. Hashtag stocks, <laughs> not, not hugs. <laughs> Lots of enthusiasm there. I like oh, it. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. All right. Good stuff. Um, let's see. We got, we got into some energy. We did SLB. I think this is uh, yeah, I think the last one we can take is DigitalOcean, D-C-O-N. I think that's let's the last one. Yeah. This is a new one for me, so let's do it. We'll wrap with Decon. Ooh, is that a yeah, – let me see here. Yeah, that might be. Is that crypto? I wonder if that's crypto. Mm, yeah, it's not popping up on my side as well. Anyways. All right, DigitalOcean, we'll have to take a look. I did see SE, so you know what? Since we said we'd do one more, let's do SE real quick. Um, C limited. So this has definitely been off my radar for a while. You used to trade this, right? I did a little bit, but yeah, I mean, it's, I have no notation. So that tells you that's been yeah. a while. <laughs> we had this huge gap down though, um, in August. And that is basically, you know, look, you can see the volume shelf, just that's your gap, right? So I understand the interest here because if we get, Zoom in here. We're getting some higher highs and higher lows forming. Got above this kind of consolidation area down here. So I like to see that. Like we moved above this, right? So that's interesting to note. Now I think the next level you're trying to get above is effectively you're trying to get to 50. If this stock gets to 50, it looks like it's going to probably keep going right on up another 10% to fill the gap. That would be the you know kind of what i'm looking at really quick analysis of c of se c and uh, c limited um but yeah relative strength looks good here what am i missing guys um you have a 200 day moving average coming up yeah. that would be a resistance level oh above you have the tiered zone yeah so that's, uh, that's that's what i was seeing on my chart as well okay you know, you have got the it's, right, it's right there isn't it Interesting. So I've got the 150 here and it's above that. So it's, it's like it's squeezed right between the two. Um, yeah. That is interesting to note. Yeah. So we'll have to see how it acts here. It's going to have some resistance potentially, but if it can get above it, is that 200 day right around 50 or is it a little bit lower? It's about 48 and a half. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, look for that to break. I mean, that 48 and a half is right here, right on this candle. Exactly. Yeah. So we get, we get above that and we test it. That's a, uh, a good sign for me anyway. Yeah. And then heading into earnings fifth. Ah, that's interesting one. You guys are great out there. I mean, you're paying it. You got some very informed traders watching and uh, I love it. And uh, oh, DOCN. I'm feeling generous today. Hopefully you guys have time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> we got CRM and shop. I mean, we can speak on shop and CRM. No problem. All right, look at this one for DigitalOcean. Oh, I appreciate that. Seriously, I mean, I'm really, I'm going to just, we're just going to go live next time and just ask people for tickers so I can build out my watch list because I could use some new tickers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here's another one. The gap from back in July, August timeframe. I mean, you got to zoom out, right, before you start trading anything. And look, this is not in a massive uptrend or anything. So it's really easy to just kind of look at this and get super bullish. But um, keep in mind, right, this has been beat down a little bit. So this gap down in recent earnings is not the most positive thing, but we did get a gap up recently. So, um, yeah, we could do a full round trip 
in two earnings um, cycles and have to see what happens there. But I would definitely be wanting it to make a strong move, probably even above 50 at this point before I got too interested. What do you guys think? Am I too pessimistic? No, no, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, I think even playing a trade now up until the gap fill, like the big gap fill is not not the, not the end of the world. You could probably set a good stop loss just below the most recent low, which is around 36-ish. Mm-hmm. And that's not a huge percentage. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I would see. I probably won't play it, but... Um, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. I'm going to keep beating on this five-day moving average too. Look, we're holding it nicely. It's respecting it. So um, yeah, that's definitely positive. This is a riskier trade, but I get I get the interest here for sure. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a good one. All right, guys. I'm, I'm not going to take any more. What, what do you have to say about Shop though? What do you, what do you have, Kay? So Shopify, we had a big gap down, right? So we went all the way down to 77, and now we are getting the gap fill up. What we want to watch is like if we can have the bounce off of 81.16, then we can see that gap up because there is there is some volume shelf over there as well so i'll keep an eye on that level otherwise we are looking at a bounce of the 50 day which would be 78.99 so that's on the shop side so this one for me i would be looking at the fundamentals out of the most recent report um Mm -hmm. just because that's a big gap down and i want to know why and what could potentially kind of cause it to bounce back or continue selling off so for me, it's all about the fundamentals with the stuff like this. Uh, with a move like that, not a stock like this, should I say. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I like Shopify for the long term. I like it, how this is set. Yeah, they beat both on EPS and revenue. and But you got to dig into the little bit more. Exactly. The, yeah. 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 Report. Yeah, exactly. This has been great, you guys. I really like doing the rapid fire. Do you guys like doing that at the end oh, of the show? This was lovely. This was lovely. We can probably get a little bit more time on the rapid fire if we keep getting questions like these. I love it. Yeah. Like I'll tighten it up early on. Cause like, look at all these great requests. You guys are paying attention to the right stocks. Lily, LLY, Amazon, HOLO, I'm not familiar with, but KRE, right? The regional banks, like that is a, a, an ETF worth watching. The regionals need to be performing well for the economy to do well. And you know, that all ties into not getting into recession and stock market, all this stuff. So you guys like really impressed with what you're looking at. Keep them coming in. We'll, we'll address as many as we can every week. But I think we should wrap it up here. I will say uh, you mentioned looking into deep diving earnings. And so this will be how I I wrap up my closing statement this week is I came across a new tool. Um, It's called Perplexity, right? And Perplexity Perplexity AI. And, uh, you know, it's it's another large language model um, from what I understand. And just, you know, you're just asking questions like you would chat GPT or whatever. But the cool thing about this is, um, the way they developed it, it's asking you questions back. And it's like talking to, like, if I were to ping you, Sean, and be like, hey, Sean, you know, what did you think about DraftKings earnings, right? Can you break it down for me? And mm-hmm. you might be like, well, before you just rattled off, right? You can just, if you Google something, it might just rattle stuff off, right? But you would be more like, well, what were you interested in? Are you looking at guidance? Are you looking at the increased revenues? Like, what were you most interested in? And then I would tell you, and then you would give me an answer that would be more in line with that, right? That's what this experience has been with perplexity so far. So, you know, I'm not affiliated or anything, but uh, it's been like, I've been asking about earnings reports and and it gives like DraftKings as an example. I was asking it five minutes after they reported, gave real-time info. So it's interesting, another tool in the tool shed. Just wanted to bring that one up and I'll let you guys know how it goes as I continue to use it. 
But, uh, that's, awesome. Yeah, that's it for me for this week. Looking forward to a short week and, and more upside. What do you think, Sean? What do you got to wrap up today? Yeah, I mean, just obviously it's a short week, as you said. Um, so I think tomorrow, for me, from a personal point of view, I'm going to sit there, look at some some more charts, some more opportunities, but also look at my kind of trades that's happened in the last kind of three to four weeks, just going over them again, um, do a bit of back testing, kind of see what's kind of common, what's not common, just to kind of get that confidence within the trades that I've made. Obviously, I've had a good couple of a few weeks, which has been nice, um, but I also want to understand why. So um yeah, it's understanding why and keep building that confidence to, for, for the week ahead and the weeks ahead, basically. So that's it for me, really. Um, just take the extra day and, and use it wisely. What about you, Kay? Um, just to keep a heady state, keep a steady head. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and just be careful with your stop losses and trading stop losses and um, getting on stocks that are too um, stretched out, right? That's what I'll say. Nice. Good stuff, guys, from both of you. Appreciate it again this week. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the Trading Triangle on YouTube if you haven't already. And uh, we appreciate the support on X as well, the live stream. You know, be sure to like and, and repost that so people can. You know, tune in and enjoy this as well. We have fun every week. We'll be doing it again next Sunday. So hit us up throughout the week with any questions you've got, and uh, we'll catch you next live stream. Thanks again, guys. Have a great week of trading. Take care. Bye-bye.